Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teachings, for he taught them as one having authority, not as the scribes. Just then, there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What do you do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding regions of Galilee. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. In the midst of our lives, we have probably experienced or been a part of a power struggle, right? I mean, one of the, I think, most defined and for better or for worse, power struggles that we get to see um, every two years maybe or so are just within our government with a two-party system. They're always both competing for power over uh, the other seats and this and that. We see power struggles over coaches at times in Mm -hmm. athletics. We see power struggles in companies, right, with um, vice presidents, with CEOs, with owners. Sometimes, right, we see power struggles between parents and their children. The children thinking that they are the boss and that they have all the control and the parents then coming back and saying, yeah, right. Authority and power struggle is uh, nothing that we are um, not able to see uh, in so many different ways in our life. And, And we see a little bit of a, not necessarily a power struggle, but a power shift, maybe, or uh, uh, for a better word, rather than power, uh, an authority kind of shift starting here in our scripture today, right? Up to this point, people of the Jewish tradition, they would go and on the Sabbath and they would experience worship uh, on Shabbat each week. And the scribes and the high priests would be the ones that would share and would lead 
in prayer, and in worship. But all of a sudden, during this day of Shabbat, on this moment of worship, there's a guy. A guy who comes in and he, he starts sharing and teaching in a way that is unique, is different. It feels different. Even so much as having an individual who is thought to be in captive with an unclean spirit, to have that unclean spirit come and to say, what's going on? Like, you're Jesus of Nazareth. Are you coming here to destroy us? Because they knew what was happening. They knew that the man before them was not a scribe. It was not a high priest, but rather Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy One of God. And they sit there in this exchange, maybe not sitting, they might be standing, who knows, asking Jesus what he's about to do, like asking Jesus, is he coming to destroy them? And Jesus then saying, silent, come out of him. And then seeing the unclean spirit be taken away from this man. Seeing the unclean spirit listening to this man so that the individual was set free now. This is very early on in Jesus' ministry. This is where people began to start talking about Jesus. Talking about the fact that this man has come and has shared in a way that is different. Different from the high priest. Di different from the scribes. This man has come out and told the unclean spirit to leave the body in which it was connected to. Something is different. And as it says in, eight, in verse 18, you know, people began to talk. People began to talk about what they had seen. People began to talk about what, what was going on. And so the news and the experience of Jesus started to spread throughout Galilee. See, we see authority start to leave kind of the teachings and what the scribes and, and the Jewish tradition had known and start seeing that all authority goes to our God. 
we see how God is really the one who is in control. And we see that through Jesus. Now, that's still a little bit of a struggle that we have in our lives today. Right? We can sit here and say, yes, uh, God has all authority over creation and over our lives. But how many times do we think that we control what happens in our life, that we control the outcomes that we are going to experience? How many times do we go about our life saying, okay, I'm going to have fill-in-the-blank happen, right? Even so much so, as uh, growing up, you have in your mind that I'm going to have found my spouse at age, I don't know, we'll just throw out like, in college, 21 or something. I'm going to start a family before I'm 26, 7, 8, I don't know. Right? Like we, we start to plan things out. We start to think that we have control over everything, that we have control over our careers, that we have control over our, uh, our lives and where things are going. And thankfully, we do have the ability to make decisions for ourselves. We have the ability to go about life and, and try to achieve or to get to where we want to go in certain ways. But ultimately, our lives are not about what we want. Our lives are about continuing to listen continuing to know that God is in control and to seek out where God may be leading us next. Knowing that our own desires are not always compatible with the desires that God has on our life. Being willing to listen and to know that God is in control, that God is the one who has authority over all of creation. And wanting other people to know of that God, to know of this God that has authority over all creation, but to know the love that this God has for us, and for them. To know of all the blessings and the presence that God continues to put in our life. To know that we are not alone no matter what we face. And so while we talk about God having all authority, while we talking, talk about our lives being God's, that doesn't necessarily mean that you know, we're not going to have the ability to, to go and to experience the wonderful parts of life. 
It just means that we are to be open. Open to listening towards where God is going. To know that God has the authority over all of creation and that as we strive to follow God's will we try to put our own desires second. We try not to plan out our life to an extent, right? There has to be a little bit of a plan. But we be able to listen to where God is going, where God is calling to, to receive God into our hearts so that we may help others know of the grace of our Lord that surrounds all of God's people. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, we give you thanks for the love, for the compassion, for the hope. But we also give thanks that you, our loving and almighty God, are the one who has authority over all of creation. And so may, may we acknowledge and see and know of that authority and listen with open ears and open hearts to go to where you are leading. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.